you're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon. <laughs> this is another episode um, with Timothy. He was my day one. Mm-hmm. He's my day one person when I started the podcast. This is our first time in a really long time for us to do an episode together. You said how many months? Was in four, four months. I even checked. The last episode we did together was Queen of Katwe. Ah, when it came out really a long <laughs> time ago. And before that, you were the only person I was doing episodes with. So I have grown. The family know, has grown. I know. <laughs> I know. I've been replaced. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're back to our roots. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about. Uh, first, we're going to do a, a review on Arrival, the sci fi movie Arrival. Then, after that, we're going to have. We're going to talk about the Oscars. We're recording this on Monday. The it I wouldn't say it's the day after because in our timeline it happens on Monday. Yeah, it starts at about four yeah, ends it's like Monday at about morning. Eight. Yes, so, so the night. Oscars happen today. today. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars happen today, and we do we're recording for that. We're going to just run by the winners and talk about the sick, 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 mm. sick thing that happened. <laughs> that the really fucked up thing that happened at the Oscars. Um, yeah, but okay, now let's start off by talking about Arrival. So, Arrival was directed by Denis Villeneuve. I say his name really yeah, well. very That's well. I have had Actually, it Actually, I learned it from you. I <laughs> don't know how I used to pronounce his name. <laughs> so, Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what you'd be able to call it that. And he's directed really great movies. Like, he's one of those guys who I think doesn't have a bad movie. Mm. He must be one of the greatest guys of our time right now. Yeah, he's, he did. The, he's the guy right he now. He is think. one of the guys. Like he looks <laughs> like he's going to be those yeah. guys who will watch their journey and yeah. be all Spielberg and Ridley Scott and us yeah. kind of thing. So he's done Prisoners, Sicario, Enemy, and another one I recently watched in Sundays. That thing mm. put me in a trance. Anyway, so the film stars Amy Adams. Lois Lane, mm-hmm. Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Renner, <laughs> Hawkeye, Hawkeye yeah. and, and uh, Forrest Whitaker. Those are the most notable names. Rogue Nation, Rogue One, not Rogue. That's not that's not a big role. Like you don't it like was. the way you can look at Jeremy Renner and he's all Hawkeye. Yeah. And this is like a franchise. I know. So it's a story about aliens who come down to Earth. And they land in ships. And okay, no one wants, knows what they want, so they send Amy Adams. She's a linguistic to try and communicate with the aliens to find out why they're here, what they do, and what they want. Why they've come on Earth? They, hmm. they drop in different parts of the world. Yeah. One of them drops in one of the countries in in Africa. I can't remember. One of them, like, do you remember? Because so there was one in China. Yeah, but there's one which even drops in Africa, there's one that drops in the US, it really drops in different places, which reminds me of, I think I'll cut this out, which reminded me of District 9, remember how Uh, in the beginning they're like, why would it drop in South South Africa, Africa. why would it drop in, In (laughs) (laughs) but this one drops in all the different, different areas. Now that's a proper introduction. More objects have landed around the world. This is one of 12. I'm never going to be able to speak their words. Got two days. Figure something out. I am human. It's their language. We need to make sure that they understand the difference between a weapon and a tool. Language is messy, and sometimes one can be both. 
Are you dreaming in their language? It's possible they're prodding us to fight among ourselves. This is just a way to force us to work together for once. It's more complicated than that. How is it more complicated? Russia just executed one of their own to keep their secret. Got 21 hours before they start global war. So how do we clarify their intentions? I go back in. Why does this feel worse? not now it's an alien invasion it's not an invasion it's just an alien movie but it's not one where you're going to see bullets and stuff which the most recent thing you could think of is like independence day resurgence let's even use the worst one (laughs) so as in i'm in a movie group and one of the people was like when does the action begin Mm. like that doesn't begin (laughs) begin, yeah (laughs) It doesn't happen. It's more about a, where they're going to try and solve the problem. The aliens coming by speaking to them, yeah. just actually just using language to solve the problem solve that the they're problem. going through. It's more of a suspense drama because yeah. it revolves around that and not so mainly about the characters in the film. Um, the movie really is great at creating suspense. That's one of the things I loved the most about it. Mm. Now, I'm going to start with the way it begins. It begins in different ways. You get some flashbacks of yeah, Amy Adams with, with her kid. With her kid. Yeah. And then, after that is when the alien invasion yeah. starts. So, you look at her, she's all drag and sad. And the movie really makes the entire thing in her perspective yeah, alone. It's not something that's in a general perspective. Like the the screens you see with anything alone she has seen. She comes and people are so bothered about what's happening with the aliens coming down. These ships they're not understanding, but for her she just goes to class like it's a normal day. Yeah. That already creates so much suspense. You're wondering where is this character like yeah. this? You already start creating a lot of assumptions yeah. and assuming how the movie is going to go, yeah. which even makes the experience made the experience better for me because it didn't turn out the way it seemed like it was going to be something really, really ordinary. Yeah. It's a slow burn. It takes its time. It's time. <laughs> it really and that's something you don't see a lot. And I wanted to compare it to something I was comparing it today. I don't know if you've seen Passengers. I haven't seen Passengers. Passengers yet. is a really fast-paced, very... The Jennifer movie. Lawrence Yes, they yeah. really move everything so fast. They don't take their time on anything. Mm. It's a very interesting concept. Mm. Passengers specifically, really interesting concept. But the, the way they bring about the concept and the movie is yeah. shitty and Michael Beige. This one is really tactfully and yeah. masterfully done in a very yeah. nice cinem- yeah. cinematic way. Yeah, they don't, they don't like... Yeah. Pretty much like how Independence Day was. I think it's, <laughs> it's the complete opposite of Independence Day. Oh. Okay, so about that, the scenes where uh, one of my favorite scenes is where uh, Amy Adams is going into the ship to look at the aliens for the first time, and the level at which they take their time when showing you point by point, yeah. just it was really really cool. I liked that. Another concept I liked a lot about the film is how they talked about uh, the language. Language is a major major theme yeah. in this and how they want to communicate with the aliens and solve the problem instead of using games. They specifically mm-hmm. attack games and mm-hmm. how games just put a competitive aspect yeah. to things. But then you look and understand. And they say how language affects the way you think. Yeah. That's one of the concepts I think become a thinker after you finish yeah. watching the movie because you put it really in perspective and getting that thing of what language do people dream in. Mm. Really cool. I've over-talked. First say something. <laughs> it's not about the language thing. <laughs> like... 
I watched uh, some documentary. Mm-hmm. I think it's by Michelle Gondry. I don't know if uh, the, the Michelle Gondry, that person Eternal always Sunshine makes of the me Spotless think. Ah, yeah, I that, have that, Eternal Sunshine here. Yeah, mm-hmm. so in, there's a documentary he did with some philosopher, some modern day philosopher called Noam Chomsky. Mm-hmm. And I this know guy Noam was Chomsky. he was actually going through how important like language is for like just development of civilizations mm. because I think when you're making like let me say the early man when he was probably making his first homestead with everything so the first kingdom say people have to have a common language under which they can all communicate and actually come up with these rules for how they are going to live in that society mm-hmm. so yeah bring it into this thing of an, an alien invasion movie it was really cool because it shows how if you don't have that medium through which to communicate there's always going to be conflict you have mm-hmm. to either come down someone's level and understand them mm-hmm. yeah and communicate with them for you to actually go forward so i feel mm-hmm. that was it was really cool for him to have that in a movie, a science fiction movie, moreover. Okay, what else about the film itself? Uh, I, you, t- you talked about uh, the suspense. I, I feel they, they did a very good job with creating mood, the way they shot the film. Mm-hmm. The cinematographer, Bradford Young, there's a way how he create, like he shoots things and makes them either look hot, like when he shoots like someone near a window, you mm-hmm. can really see the sun coming through mm. or when it's trying to be more subdued the place looks really dark and I felt that tone was there in Arrival okay. it was, there was a lot of darkness it created that suspense that you say because everything every, everything seemed very glam in that world at the time so glam yeah, so that, that's kudos to him for actually bringing out a world that a bit like today is a bit glam everyone is a bit low about the current state of things immigration war all that so I felt he brought it up very well uh, okay, I don't know. I think uh, as a person who's also a screenwriter, I'll probably talk about uh, the way the movie was written and the way they play with uh, these time shifts. Mm-hmm. I felt that was really cool because in the beginning, again, you, you, you sort of come to realize at the end that you've been seeing things that have happened before and all that. So I felt, in a way, like I remember having, we're having a debate with some people and we're talking about how Christopher Nolan has been an influence and I think that this is one of the ways he was able I to I knew you were going to yeah, bring that up okay. I, had to, I had to because I felt this is like when like you're measuring a director's influence these are some of the things you see in the movies that come after a person who because his main themes are usually memory and time shifts so to see other directors now like Villeneuve taking on movies that you could see where get some influence from the movies before them I feel it was really cool. I like the movie was written. That was actually the main thing, I think, when I left the cinema. I was happy about that. Like, when I left the cinema, that was the main thing. Like, of course, I had seen the cinematography was good, the acting was good, but just the way they played with us through the writing, that mm, was what that really... That was so cool. That, that was what really got me. Mm. Uh, like, we talked about the end, Eternal Sunshine. Uh, Eternal Spotless Man. Eternal Sunshine so, of the Spotless yeah. Mind. So, one of the things that I thought about no, not that I thought about that, that relates to that film yeah. is how it ends. So now here comes real, real spoiler territory mm-hmm. because this film has a twist. Mm-hmm. Another thing I really like about the twist, it's not a film that one I don't like the usual suspects because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a twist yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, for it's me, it's for such yes, it's really M. Night Shyamalan. Like, let me shock you, yeah. twist. Get, here yeah. it comes. And that's it. The punchline yeah. is the twist. Mm. I hate that. So this film, the, the twist comes in and the person has to deal with the twist. Mm. Like, they set it up. I, I can't do this without spoiling it. Spoiler. 
So <laughs> Amy Adams finds out that she's if she has she's going to have a child and the child is going to die of cancer yeah. in after some time. She's going to have a child with Jeremy Renner's character. So now that's the twist because mm. you always think that the the film is said that yeah. all those flashbacks are actually flashbacks yeah. and they are forwards. Yeah, forwards. <laughs> they are basically yeah. forwards. So they actually pose this conflict of sh- what is she going to do? Is she going to go ahead and have the child or now just not bring the child in yeah. together? And then they justify it with what reminded me of Tano Sanchez's police mind because they also be in this situation where they know it's going to end it's badly, badly yeah. but then they're like, you know what? It will be worth it to just go through the experience. So she also chooses to just go through the experience, and that was really nice. Mm. That's what made it not a twist yeah, movie yeah. for me. I really like that. And again, about that twist, when I was talking about the beginning with um, Amy Adams and how they show us to her, you would never think that this these were forward, yeah, forward, <laughs> forward scenes, scenes yeah, exactly. because they're making. She's all in this place where she looks. Like she's mourning, yeah. and you, you they will show you this yeah. thing of the kid dying, and you're like, oh my god, oh, she's yeah, mourning, she's, she's and they're making her go through this, yeah. and ah, that was really really cool. Yeah. I really really like that. It's pretty like it was it was a very it was a very int- I feel I feel the script was written by a person who really took detail and thought of how everything would connect. It wasn't linear mm-hmm. like most stories yeah, probably really this sort of so. I like that. I like movies that play with you in that way, you know. So mm. it worked for me. Okay, can I say one of my bad things about the film, which mm-hmm. I remember almost clouded my judgment of the whole thing from our first viewing. It kind of threw me off a bit. So this film mm-hmm. puts so much time in the alien thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm? They devote all their time showing us people trying to communicate with yeah. them, and, and the that's the that. main. It it really you feel like this is the, it, you're so invested in the aliens, and it's what you want to know. You want to really know the resolve of the aliens, but it reaches almost close to the climax, and the thing just shifts gear mm. and goes into the characters. The characters that threw me <laughs> off. I'm like, guys, we've been here about the aliens. Why are you putting me in this chat? Not that I like the twist. Yeah. And that stuff was nice, but you, they, it 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 killed my yeah, okay. whole experience that I was going through because yeah. I was in you and out, in and out. I was engaged with the aliens, yeah. and they're like, and why they're "This is not that. the punchline." Not today. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "No, like that really threw me off." It it kind of threw me off. It didn't. It did make me hate the film, but yeah. it made my experience weird. So that's why my second viewing was much better okay. because now I knew that uh, those, those are the, the advantages about second viewings, really. Mm. But you pick up on all that. You you already know no, what's yeah, going to happen, so you, so can you focus on the you can details focus and really immerse yourself in the film. But that man, build up, build up, build up, aliens, aliens. So it almost felt like the aliens were just there to bring that non-linear mm. timeline for her. Yeah. They almost felt well, like a backdrop, it. yet yeah. they were actually, they were... The, the center of attention. The center the of attention for like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Then in the last 40 minutes, you just bring... Yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> that really threw me off. And Jeremy Renner. What's wrong? Jeremy Renner was useless. <laughs> but like... That man was yeah. that pure definition of how they ma- they write women. useless women <laughs> characters. The man, he made, I think, only one decision by himself. 
other times he's just there to stand around, mm. react, like they make them be in love, but you're not even buying their love. Yeah. Like, this man is so useless in this film. That is the definition of how women are written. <laughs> they wrote a man like that. <laughs> Poor Hawkeye was so misused. <laughs> It was really hilarious. But those are, those are my only two gripes. And it's not Jeremy Renner. Well, I didn't mind his role. I, of course, Jeremy Renner, yeah, he's a big actor. And probably when you see him in a movie, you expect him to do more. And yeah, he did much less. Probably was there to get get the box figure, the box office figures up a bit. But that I know. Man doesn't I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> I know. These are all things that you can let slide. Yeah. That first point I brought being my biggest issue, man. These are all things that you can let slide. Is there anything else you want to say? I think we're going to move on to the Oscars. Nope. We're going to talk about the Oscars, which happened today on the 27th. I'm going to say today because we're recording on Monday. This will come out on Wednesday. Yes, like I said, I have to talk about the big issue that happened at today's Oscars. I am so excited to talk about this. I actually have to play a clip of this. I must remember this event, this event because it is epic. Epically bad. <laughs> so, unless, uh, if you don't know, when it came to best picture, which should be the first category we talk about, so okay. for best picture was Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hello High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Mm. La La Land, me myself, I also thought was going to win, obviously. Yes, it almost I, felt I obvious. Thought, I and I actually preferred it but i really really wanted moonlight to win like i was like i really want moonlight to win like i want to live in a world where moonlight wins so i you see la la land so what happens at the event is that la la land is announced to be the winner after three whole speeches they notice and stop them and say you know what moonlight is the one that won and the producer had to pull out the paper and show it to the screen as like Moonlight is the one that won. It was the worst. And the Academy Award for Best Picture. You're awesome. Come on. La La Land. Um, thank you to the Academy. Thank you to Lionsgate. Thank you to our incredible cast and crew. We're all up here right now. To my family, Maman, Papa, Jeff. Homage vous adore. Matt Pluff, you kicked this off. And Damien Chazelle, we're standing on your shoulders. We lost, by the way, but, you know. I'm sorry. No, there's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight won. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight has won Best Picture. Moonlight, Best Picture. This is uh, very unfortunate what happened. Personally, I blame Steve Harvey for this. I would like to see you get an Oscar anyway. Why can't we just give I, out a whole bunch I, of I, them? I, I'm going to be really proud to hand this to my friends from Moonlight. Oh, my and, and, God. And, and the Lala and Gays have, have to walk off slowly. <laughs> <laughs> no, not only do they have to walk off slowly, they have to take away the Oscars they were oh holding. Like, just picture this. You've worked on this film for a long time. Dream come true. You're there. You're full on dream so come close. true. And someone just <laughs> takes it away from you in seconds. Ah. No, that's, that must have been a prank. Soul crushing. <laughs> oh prank. my God. 
but yeah that was the biggest i think it will be a historical thing yeah. first of all it's the worst thing to happen to the biggest award the of the night, night. The if this had Oscar. happened like in best editing or yeah. something like the story would have run yeah. by it would just have been a small joke yeah. and first of all people even came into these oscars think with the mind of They're this is going, going to, to be la la land They're versus moonlight like la la land is going to sweep moonlight will be lucky if it gets it was more a versus thing mm. and then that happens <sighs> anyway so in the sense of it, I was really happy that Moonlight won. Yeah. I really wanted Moonlight to win. It was, it was just going to be so nice for them. Their story is sweet. Yeah, it's very simple. It's mm. not trying too much. Mm. Yeah. Though I felt, though I, though I did feel uh, initially like the first time I watched it was I think I gave it a, a bit of a, okay. I didn't give it a bad review, but I was a bit hard on it. Why? Because I didn't like some of the, you know, it's divided into three parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like the first part where well, this the boy is the called is called Chiron. Called Chiron. And in that part is called Little. Yeah, Little. Then later on he's Chiron, right? Mm-hmm. Then later on he grows up to become what was his name? I've forgotten his name. Yeah. He becomes old gangster. Yeah. So I felt I didn't like the final part. It really, really? didn't. It didn't work for me. It didn't work I for re- me. I liked. But for me, it was a bit anticlimactic because I watched the first part when he's young. And I loved how he finds his father figure and he's just this young kid. Maybe he's probably being bullied. Then we go to when he's a bit older and he's yeah. going th- and there's this intense relationship he has with another spoiler guy. So That's not a spoiler, yeah, everyone okay. knows it's supposed I, to be I don't game. think everyone who watched who has had and a moonlight knows it's And that's a blunder people yeah. are having because yeah. someone comes complaining like, why is why it why this game? Why are this Yeah, anyway, so I felt those first two parts were very good. Then it switches over to the to the to end the third, the third part and he's trying to he has now lost his he has lost his way in life and now he's trying to look for this long lost love of his and that really okay, didn't that work for really me really ridicule that's really going i really didn't read it that way first of all he has come out of juvie so mm-hmm. prison changes that guy yeah and how i read it is remember in the other scene in the other first two he's a small lanky little yeah, guy kid, who's yeah. all and people look at him and they know that they can take advantage of him. Yeah. So now in the third part, he's a whole oh. other guy. He's a big buff guy. People are intimidated by him. And I wouldn't say that he goes looking for that. that it springs on him. Even that guy accidentally no, like, comes up on him and no, they show that. For no, you to no, say that no, he like, goes looking no, for like, the long lost No, like love. I didn't like that the third part built all the way to that. Like I really I liked like that, that he did. And I loved the guy, how he was when he was older. And I loved the yeah. ending. I and, actually and thought there was going to be an, a big sex scene. I don't, yeah, know, I don't know why. Mountain. I was expecting some mad <laughs> book uh, black no. on black the star. Uh, no, I, I, I could tell with the tone. So that was so sad. And the way he's all... And how it ends. And then the whole... Oh, yeah, God. That, that was so uh, good. He just did. I was, I was with the movie the whole way. Up until that, really? that point was when things now began going off for me. But then, other than that, it was a great movie. Right it's a really great yeah. movie. Um, among these others, I don't know. If, I think we should talk about them along the way because they're actually winners of stuff. Yeah. Now let's get into best director. Uh, it was Damien Chazelle who won for La La Land. Yeah. Who are, who, who are the other guys? The other guys were Denis Villeneuve for mm-hmm. Arrival. Mm-hmm. I don't give that. For Huxley Ridge, actually, out of, out of all these Ridge things, yet. exactly, mm. I haven't seen Huxley Ridge, I haven't seen Lion, out of yeah. the of Best Picture, and yeah. yeah, so this comes up again. Kenneth Lonergan for Manchester, Manchester by Man. the Sea, Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. 
it was almost the way I thought it was obvious best picture would win like the yeah. best director would go to Damien Chazelle yeah. it actually went to him so let's talk about a bit about La 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 mm-hmm. I like it I know you like it but although you like criticizing it I just understand your deal I don't know <laughs> I don't know I, I want to say I like it I just appreciate that it's a good film it's mm-hmm. like it has great production value tells a simple understandable story it's, it's not the co- complex narrative say like moonlight or arrival any of those mm-hmm. yeah but again as I said, I've told you before me and musicals oh. it's just not there's a there's always a break there for me I just don't I, I may watch it and appreciate it but it will never really resonate with me <sighs> wow <laughs> so then I'm the complete opposite, yeah, opposite. musicals uh, are, are my shit <laughs> 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 musicals are my shit I love musicals but I told you about my experience with this film because the first time I watched it, it was a solid three out of five. And because things were throwing me off, and one of the major things that was throwing me off in my first experience was Ryan Gosling. You know, most most musicals, people really know how to sing and dance. Yeah. Hmm? Now, Emma Stone can get away with it because her face works. Ryan Gosling like works from the he's he's just doing moves because mm. he has practiced the he's moves practiced them, yeah, his facial yeah. expression is now mm. and that charisma that charisma is something that has to be yeah, there yeah. if you'd put a comparison to something like singing in the rain, singing in the rain. <laughs> Gene Kelly, yo those guys were pros like that is something the music and the dancing is a major thing in yeah. the film that is not a major thing in the film now all that I had yeah. issue with yeah. then my second viewing now this is why it somehow becomes how I ended up even liking it more than moon, moonlight mm-hmm. my second experience was a visceral experience like I was real in it and also because I knew now I started taking appreciation of the things like mm-hmm. the people not knowing how to sing the dance not being a big deal I really was just in these people with their love thing mm-hmm. it was really beautiful of course I loved Actually, I really have to give credit to the ending, that yeah, seven-minute yeah. montage, yeah, yeah, because montage. it's the only reason I put the movie back and started it again, okay. because I really loved that seven-minute yeah. montage of them. It was beautiful. I really liked this film. Yeah. It wasn't a bad film. I, I know I've criticized it for other things. You but keep calling it overrated. Yeah, it could be, because I don't know, getting anything, it, was, it would be the movie that gets... It was it 14 nominations? Those were the Golden Globes that have a musical category. Yeah. And again, so. I don't know, like even just like Emma Stone, yeah. Emma I don't Stone know what. Really yeah, but I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't think she was her acting was off the charts <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was some even Ryan Gosling. I honestly yeah. didn't think the acting. No, was. Ryan Gosling was not a good yeah. actor in this film. Like he he would have rather no, because won Emma for Stone. The nice Emma Stone, guy. I don't know. She seemed like the same Emma Stone I've seen. Emma Stone was even really when she good. was even when she would argue, I would just see the Emma Stone of my Batman defense for Emma Stone is those scenes of her audition. Yeah, where she has to audition and like. Mm. Mostly, there were two scenes. The part where she, she's there, busy, busy. Then they interrupt her, like the the person. Yeah, the yeah, person gets a call or something. And she's so invested in the, the scene. You, hmm. ew, no, but that no, was no, really but again, a great acting thing, Another thing where maybe I say it's overrated is compared to Chazelle's last film, Whiplash. I feel I Whiplash this. was the Whiplash was way better in my opinion, okay. and it barely got any Oscar love apart from, of course, J.K. Simmons' Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, but. I, th- I feel like, though this one probably has that flair, the lighting and all that, I felt Whiplash was 
a superior film and he didn't get that much love. So I was a bit put off. I was like, why are guys cheering for this music when they didn't cheer for his I prefer La previous La better film? Okay, we'll see. Mm. Lead actress Emma Stone, we can move on from that. Mm. Um, the lead actor was Casey Affleck in Manchester, Manchester by, by the, the Sea. An amazing performance. Yeah. So you can talk about that if you want to. No, because I, I feel uh, the story itself wasn't different from... Because uh, I knew it was going to be a depressing movie. Everyone was talking about that. Oh. Yeah, but I didn't think it would be anything different. When I watched it, it wasn't different at all. But mm. Casey Affleck, when he's being his drunk self, when he's depressed, when he's just broken, when he finds out he has lost his family, it was just... He was hitting all those notes acting-wise that I wanted to see. And it was... It was to me it's the best performance I saw last year in any movie and he deserved that Oscar I don't think there will be any debates like last year when DiCaprio won and poor like ah it was for sympathy or he actually really deserved that Oscar and he had put in a shift he had acted in movies here and there he was never he has never really been the main man in like the big movies like his brother but his grand paid off in the end I didn't enjoy Manchester by the Sea not even enjoying it mm-hmm. I didn't Feel to. Anything. Didn't feel anything. I didn't even feel sadness. That's the part that kills me, because it's a sad movie. I felt no sadness. No, I loved. I loved that movie. I, I did. And they had even these weird montages where they bring like this opera music and all that, and the way it was shot, and even they would say so much without like even like I think was it the scene when, when they came back now was it to, was it to bury the brother mm. and his ex-wife came back. Yeah, and they're just showing all those small glances, like how much a glance can say, and just a small gesture. I loved how this guy can on a, and I even didn't know the thing was like an original screenplay. Okay. I thought it was adapted at first. Yeah, yeah but it was, it was a great movie. Do you remember the scene where he's in the hospital and then, no, at the police station, and then he pulls out the gun and wants to shoot himself? Yeah, 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 yeah. But was, get, you I jumped. Laughed. You laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I got so scared. It was the funniest. No, but it wasn't. That no, wasn't. That's, that's when I knew, fuck, this is not the emotion I'm supposed no. to. That's how much I wasn't with him in his and I, sadness. And I, I don't know, I totally bought it. Like, I bought how a person at that moment in time, after doing what he did, mm. the kind of guilt he would be feeling, mm. and probably even telling you, don't worry, you know, you go back, go home. Maybe he was wishing it would even just arrest him, but they're like, no, it's I okay. Know, I yeah, and then he, when he comes out, he just grabs his gun from this police guy. That thing made me laugh. It actually moved me. I don't know. Maybe I watched it just at the time when I was too engaged with the movie, and it really maybe. resonated with me. Can we talk about the other films? Hacks Rich, we didn't see La La Land. Mm. Um, Viggo Mortensen in Captain yeah, Fantastic. Fantastic. Did you see Captain yeah, Fantastic? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. It was really good. That film, I liked it. I also liked it. It's, they, yeah, it's they, Oscar, yeah. It's Oscar film. There's very many concepts. No, chill the whole Oscar perspective. Like the film itself. Mm. There's some things that movie was pushing that I'm like, this is false. I'm not buying it. Like what the kids living in the wilderness and all that. Uh, let's move on to supporting actress where Viola Davis won. Fences? I haven't seen Fences For yet. No. I haven't seen it yet. Really? Why haven't you seen it yet? I just haven't been able to get it yet. But, I but, but it. no, but no, I, I never got it from me then. Why? I don't know. Okay. I didn't see it. Uh, yeah, but, but which other part? I know there's Octavia Spencer. I've seen Hidden Figures. Yeah. Um, 
hidden figures is much the best. Michelle Williams, Lion Nicole Kidman, and Naomi yeah, Harris Moonlight. Just a um, bit about hidden. Fe- I was about to say hidden fences. <laughs> about fences, mm. actually didn't like it. You didn't like it. Mm. I actually didn't like it. I didn't like anything going on. Uh, no, I didn't like Denzel the lead. Mm-hmm. And there's so much. One thing though, there's really a lot of great character acting. Mm. Uh, we forgot to say. No, she can't. Yes, in Best Actress, like Elle, you know the movie yeah, Elle? Isabel, I really don't like the film. Like, I like it. I hate that film. But that chick is really good in the film. Yeah. Now, in this, Viola Davis is, is acting her ass off. Very recognizable. Yeah. Great. Denzel acting his ass off. Yeah. Like, there's someone who called it acting, the movie. Mm. Like, mm. people are acting the fuck mm. out of shit. But the film itself, really basically about his demons like racism mm. and money struggles and he himself having some certain demons of course yeah. but then he's such an asshole hmm? he's really 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 a big big asshole and one thing they, why I really didn't like the film is I never understand his assholeism I don't mm. understand why he's, he's an asshole mm. and I never sympathize with him if you don't want me to sympathize with him, at least make me understand why he's doing that. Now, Manchester by the Sea, they set up why he's so cold. Yeah. You see, his, yeah, why he's his so brother dies. Yeah. He's, he's so weird. Yeah, he has like he has seen worse. You, yes, he's really in this place where he has seen worse. Mm. But they give you the reason. Yeah. Now, the thing is, this film is so much dialogue, 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 dialogue. He says the reason. Now, that's that, that argument someone gave me when I brought this up. It's mm. like, but he just did. He said it. But this was a place where tell and don't show just yeah, didn't work for talk. me. Yeah, those are my yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. You said they, they call it acting the movie. Acting the because movie. Because I, I, I knew from the get go that Fences was that movie Denzel has done to get an Oscar. Like, <laughs> I knew that one straight up. I think you wanted to talk about Hidden Figures? Hidden Figures. Uh, also, Hidden Figures, another race racism related one movie one thing so you can't yeah. give it shit yeah, I, can't, I can't give it shit <laughs> yeah but I don't know I know it felt too much like a feel good movie now it was yeah. the pure the definition pure of like of it was a, a precious it was yeah. it was kind of like one of in that line of and for me it just it wasn't a bad movie because I liked the director's previous movie Saint Vincent a movie oh, with Bill Saint Murray Vincent was really yeah good. I liked his previous movie so I didn't have like any bias towards it it just didn't blow me away but it did well at the box office which was weird i think for it, it was the best it's out the of best the performing best performing oscar movies the best performing oscar yeah so of the best performing oscar movie and it was good because it was just this three three it was a story that was very relevant because this i saw the the the, the parts at the end when they're showing these ladies mm-hmm. and how they are now when they are getting like the maid of honor from obama and all that stuff and i felt like that story probably, probably had been slept on for too long yeah yeah, I should have been told earlier. It was it was a feel good movie. I won't say it was daring in any way. Like it told the story. This way, the cinematography was. I know. It was, it was really it was just a clean cut movie. movie. Yeah. Popcorn actually. Yeah. So it's interesting when when you say it was the out now not in all the movies. You know, Suicide Squad won a film, so it's not the mm, best performing mm. Oscar movie out of the best picture because it was also nominated for best picture. It's the highest grosser of yeah. best picture, and Moonlight is the lowest grosser of best picture. That's so beautiful. <laughs> so, hidden hidden figures. It's a very very basic movie, just a social injustice mm, yeah. movie. But the thing, I, I cried 
at scenes me has moved as there's, there's fuck that, there's that no there's that scene where like kevin costner even goes to the bathroom i, I didn't like that part i was like fuck the hell that was <laughs> <shit>. white savior <laughs> i hated that scene I that was my worst scene like actually <laughs> but i liked the scene before that yeah. haka speech i never know but it was no, 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 no. she was she should have gotten nominated yeah. she was snubbed yeah. oh and they gave octavia oh, spencer you know was snubbed janelle monet was fucking <laughs> And she was in both both moonlight and <laughs> hidden figures. I know, which is so cool. Okay, moving on to um best supporting actor, which went to Mahashana Ali in Moonlight. That was one House of the of only characters I Do you like House of Cards? You don't like House of Cards. I love House of Cards. Ah, okay. That was one of the categories I had strong feelings mm. towards. Like if he hadn't won, I was literally going to be actually really sad about it like they also won for best screenplay yeah but i didn't i, I didn't have any strong feelings towards who was going to win but mahashala ali yeah. like i said he was one of the only characters when he went off the screen yeah. i was genuinely sad like and so his, so that, yeah. I, it made me actually realize how much i loved him being on the screen mm. oh and the, it had my best scene the dinner scene with was it dinner did they even bring food on yeah, the table it Just was like a that meal, table yeah, scene with... in moonlight yeah. amazing so i i had strong like he didn't win the golden go- which one is it he did? Uh, they bring that nocturnal Bafta. animals yeah that, they, no, no it was golden, golden globe. globe they gave that t- t- i think kid. it even made me beef nocturnal no animals, animals. <laughs> i hated that movie more than i should because yeah, i was yeah. pissed like mahashala ali didn't win the best impression i saw him also Because yeah, Janelle Monae was his his, uh, his yes, woman, yes. and again was also in Hidden Figures. Yes, also. Yes. Time was with Taraji. Was with Taraji. <laughs> anyway, that's Mahashala Ali one. Super, no, uh, super, super who, cool. Uh, as actually, Emma, Emma, I really praised Hello High Water, mm-hmm. and I liked Jeff Bridges' performance. So like, I was hoping that like, if it's not. Because I was also kind of supporting the brothers. I was like, man, let <laughs> let black guys go and do this. But if there's supposed yeah, to the be brother. anyone else, mm. would have to be Jeff Bridges. I felt he also did very well in Hello High Water. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was a bit in character, you know, playing that redneck sheriff and all that. Which he does a lot. He does a lot, yeah, and he does very point. well. <laughs> yeah, but I, no, but he, he had another. He had a different kind Some of wit from from mm-hmm. his other movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like that. So. Okay. Um. Cinematography, Zootopia one. Zootopia one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Cinematography, La La Land one. Ah, okay, okay. We've talked about that. Now, I, I like this category. Um, documentary future, because I was quite a bit surprised. I wasn't. I would say I was surprised. I really thought Thirteenth was going to win. In 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 documentary future, there's Fire at the Sea. I am not your Negro. Yeah. Life animated. OJ America, OJ Made in America, America. and Thirteenth. Mm. I've watched the three that are the black ones. Which ones? Which ones? No, 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 no. Only the two that are the black ones. But so much hype was around. I am not your Negro. Yeah, hmm? I am not your Negro. Actually, Roll first you've been. I don't know because OJ Made in America. You've watched it? Yeah, I watched. It. I watched the whole so OJ, five episodes. Exactly. Now it had so much controversy around it because it's basically eight hours. Yeah. 
of of film and that's not a movie it's, it's but because the longest film in a minute that has to be the exactly was, like that guy has movie. actually suffered with people asking him like do you really think this is a film yeah. like but he's like i shot it to be a film but it's like no it was aired on ESPN in in four five parts in five parts so yeah. it's not a film and then that Eva Duvernay was going hard on the yeah, campaigns. Yeah. Like she was really in the press a lot. Yeah. And Thirteenth is a really, really, it's really good, good film. But I kept thinking, like, there's no way the black person is not going to win. Like the black themed film yeah. is not going to win. Sound editing was a rival. I saw a rival. Origin. I figured a rival would win sound editing. You're saying you saw a rival yet? We just no, talked about no, the whole no, like film. I saw a rival like that. The, mm. the only Oscar they won was for sound was editing. For sound editing, Bambi, yeah. but they're great. Original score was La La Land. Yeah. Original screenplay, Manchester by the Let's Sea. Adapted screenplay, Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Best original song, City of Stars. I really like that song a lot. It's the best song. At least Justin Timberlake's thing didn't win. That song is terrible. I would have not minded Moana. <laughs> <laughs> Clear, can't stop, really? You hate one, can't stop the feeling. You didn't like that song, my god. <laughs> I think it's because they overplay. Oh my god, Co- best costume design was Fantastic Beasts and Where I Find Them. And guess. that's the first Oscar for any Harry Potter franchise film. Can you imagine? Shocking. Like, I, I didn't saw know that. that. I was also in shock. Like, I didn't know that. Oh my god, I feel we're near Suicide Squad. And there it is. <laughs> 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 you can smell it from okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> Best makeup and hairstyling Suicide fucking Squad is an Oscar winner. I know. That's fucked up. Anyway, um, we're done. This is it. You've been listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon. And I'm Timothy. Yeah, we just did an episode on Arrival and the Oscars. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any feedback, comment on SoundCloud, Twitter, Cinema Red Pill, or Sharon Rackley. My handle. I don't know if I want to keep saying my handle. It's weird as fuck. Cinema Red Pill. As in those things. But yeah, um, thank you for listening and bye. Bye. Bye.